Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, listen, dear. Stay low to the ground. Listen, quick, gather in. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. I'm Ben. And listen, the danger's past. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness for that. What a bit of fun. Good to know. Yeah, so here we are. <laughs> it's Pappies. We're in your ear canal. Where? We are pleased to announce the it danger, danger has passed. Free. Oh, danger has passed, lovely. guys. Yes, that's There's it. We no saw danger. off the earwig. That's our job. Oh. We patrol the ear canal, fighting earwigs. Tom's in the left. Me and Matthew in the right. You've banished me to the other. Yeah, ear of course. Canal. We can see you though. Can you smell me? <laughs> always. I can always smell you. You smell very waxy. <laughs> Just too much time in the ear canal, basically. This is like the Matrix, where these podcasting pioneers. And we fight these earwigs who come along every so often. Then we have to stop broadcasting. I don't think I've seen the same Matrix as you. (laughs) (laughs) I also don't think we're podcasting pioneers. Oh, I mean, just something I'm trying to get going. I know you, you've been saying this quite a lot to people in uh, well, strangers mainly. <laughs> we invented the podcast, didn't we? Not exactly, no. no but we, we are currently we were... suing a lot of people who have podcasts, claiming that we did. Right? Yes, bold. We're a well, troll. Anyway, we listen, dear, listen up. Your ear canal is danger free. The earwigs have gone to bed, and we are here with another house meeting. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> this earwig thing's really thrown you, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm really confused by it. But uh, welcome to the show. Okay, well, welcome to the show. Um, and uh, we're ready to whip crack away, are we? Yes, let's oh, get yes. cracking. How did this one begin? This uh, started with a chat about parties, was it? Absolutely. You know we love to party. Everybody Famously. does. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. Welcome, guys. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The podmaster's here. Nobody expected Clarky. To come in with a welcome, guys. To welcoming us all to our own podcast. Welcome. Well, welcome to my flat. That's what I meant. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, I yeah. See. This is a rare... Um, well, I mean, our flat, because, of course, we all do actually live Yeah, together. I was going to say, we're going to come clean about recording in Clarky's flat. That... Well, we just call each other's rooms our own flats. Right. right. I mean, that's more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> I, th- I think it's fair. So, thank you very much for having us round your flats to record the uh, record the podcast, Clark. You're very welcome, guys. Help yourself to furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Some nice photo frames around. They're yours if you want them. Do you do dinner parties? Um, uh, not really. Do you do dinner parties? We, yeah, 
But you're not, you're not coming round. <laughs> that's, this is what, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> I do do dinner parties, actually. Thank you very much. Are you good at dinner parties? I'm okay at dinner parties, yeah. I'm, I'm a sort of reasonable cook. I think I can cook okay, which I think is, is part of it. I've got board games. You know, I always like to play a board game after so, a... Is a board, board games game. part of dinner parties? Yeah. We'll play, uh, we'll play like, uh, Linky or something like that. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had you guys over for Christmas, but that was more... That wasn't it was dinner more party, kind of was it? Buffet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... That a was, ridiculous amount of buffet. That was a Christmas party. I think that's a separate thing. Mm. We were we were having drinks, and we were wandering around and, you know, singing carols. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't count as a dinner party. We were at a dinner party age, right? We've gone through to the dinner party age. Well, it, should this have been a dinner party podcast? Should I put on... Well, it's... That's it, the birthday girls, mate. The, uh, that's what oh, they do. Is that what they do? The, uh, the problem is, as well, it's 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. So that's not ideal, is it, for a, for a, for a dinner party? What are, the, what are the ages of parties? So here, here we go, Tom. The question is, though, if you're not being invited to dinner parties, yeah. then you're not in the dinner party age. That, I think, or, I think or is it just that I'm an unpopular person? It could be. It's a little from column A, a little from column B. I, I think. I I don't. I, I don't think there's ever a certain age because there are some people, you know, much younger than you. And no offence, who are already wow. doing dinner parties. Really? Yeah. The kids are onto dinner parties. Well, I mean, Crosby's doing them, and he's yeah. a similar age to us. That's true. I've been doing them, so it's more about constitution, as in, like, can you stomach a dinner party? <laughs> I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's more about constitution. I think I think people look at you and they think party party, yeah, not dinner party. I'm still house party. That's where I'm at, right? I'm still house. I'm, I'm in the house party era. Well, what, what was the last house party you were invited to? If you're going to throw, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, because here's the here's the thing. I think, d- despite the fact that your name, your your surname, very close to party on autocorrect, it's always yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. but uh, For good reason. Birthday. Well, go on. What's the good reason? That I party all the time. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: you just you can't tell me which part was the last party you went to. Um, no, I can't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if like I think I'm just at an age now where like house parties used to be like major events. Sure. Now they're just a way of life. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. so you just go to them, but you forget all about them. Always be partying. Always be partying. Birthday party. So you're saying any time you're in your house, you're. At- you're at a house party. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Your house, your house is a permanent party. Yeah. And how does that manifest itself? Um, I'm sick of a front room carpet. <laughs> I think you just might be ill. <laughs> I think you might just have an illness. Or just a, an alcohol problem. Yeah. So, and I also, I don't think, I don't think you can ever say this is a, you know, this is a, of a certain age. Oh, hold on then. Well, so hold on though. There's got to be a requisite amount of people for a party. You can't have two people and go, this is a party. No, like, no, no, no. I didn't say, company, I didn't say, three I didn't say number. I said age. Okay. I said, I, I don't think it's about, a, I don't think it's an age thing, is it? The, the, the age you are determines what party you're at. You can't have a house party until you're... You're going to say something like 17? No. Go on. What are you going to say? Like 14. 14. So that... Oh, okay. So, but it's, well, it's, it's, that's parents being away, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, as soon as your parents are away... It's a house party. And then when, is the, when does a house party end, in your estimation? When you start serving food. Yes, no, but I mean, when does the... Then it becomes a gathering or a dinner party. Uh, but they're the stages, right? You have birthday party first. Yeah. And your life is full... When you were a kid, your life was full of birthday parties. 
Oh yeah. It's like every, every other weekend. weekend you can't every other move weekend. Birthday parties. Yeah. Then it becomes house parties. Yeah. Every other weekend. Can't move for house parties. Okay. Now at some point, house parties become gatherings, and then gatherings graduate to dinner parties. Okay. I always thought like a gathering was the kind of hinterland between kind of just hanging out. And actually and doing something. Actually having a house party. Because I've had gatherings that I've swear that have turned into house parties. Yes. That's true. You can do so, that. So, and is That's that, legit. And is that a number of people? Is that a number of people and I think the kind of, the nature of the party, when it gets more raucous, then if beer becomes, pong comes out, suddenly you're at so house So it's a house party. party. Yes, that's true. It's not that's, a gathering That's anymore. very true. Uh, you also go through the uh, through the other stage, which is... Lots of weddings that they, they, you know, in the same way you would have had birthday yep. parties on the weekends. Now your friends get married, you go to a load of, load of weddings. Yeah. The other thing that's starting to happen now is you're going to other people's children's birthday parties. That's, that's happening for me. It's, it comes back around. It comes back around. You're back into the birthday party circuit. So you're back circuit. into the birthday party circuit. So what's happening now is yes, I've been to a few, a few of my friends have just had babies. And so I've been to a few first birthday parties uh, in the last year or so. Do the parents all get lash up? No. <laughs> Why would the parents get that shot? Getting invited to those either, right? <laughs> it's a you've got a, a one year old requires a lot of work, right? You can't yeah. just get a lash up. You can't do, you can't play beer pong with a toddler. Yeah, but while they're while they're playing on their mats or whatever, stick them on the mats. Babies, get lash up. Yeah, but the second <laughs> Mad Men. The second day, I I wouldn't say Mad Men is a documentary on good parenting. Crack Thomas. open a couple of boxes of fags and let's, let's have a birthday party. <laughs> Yes, please. I, I think no. You have to once the kids stop playing on the mat. You don't want to be lash up, mate. So your your background on the ha- on the birthday party scene. Yes. And then when your kids get older, will you be background on the house party scene think, as well? I don't. Think <laughs> no, you're, that's, you're, the problem. that's what I was thinking. You then become you then become part of the chaperone scene, and then you become out of it completely. The chaperone scene sounds like a good name for a band, though, doesn't it? No, it sounds it sounds it sounds a bit creepy. It makes a good so. like sitcom, maybe the chaperone scene. The chaperone scene, just kind of waiting for your kids Uber outside drivers. the places. Oh yeah, you never see the kids. It's just the parents chatting, or you picking them up from a club or whatever. That's not a bad idea. You that, see the that... parents. You see the kids grow up, but you only see it through the the, the parents waiting for them places. But that chats. doesn't happen, does it? Like you don't get like a school gate seat outside the Dorchester. <laughs> 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 like I'd like that. But... Well, that you'd probably like. You can maybe have like a couple waiting, maybe, or or just have someone on the phone. It'd be set at Mr. Sizzlevan. Like that's oh, the, the, that'd, that'd be, be the Wolverhampton. That'd equipment. be good. Yeah. What was the Mister? Oh, right. So you, that's where you had your, you'd get your out hot dogs. Dorchester and the, and the Mister. By the way, you the Dorchester. When I think of the Dorchester, I'm thinking of the Dorchester in London. I was thinking, what kind of a swanky upbringing <laughs> did you have? <laughs> no. What, no the your Dorchester. your your teenage club was called the Dorchester. Yeah. yeah. And it was wow. Wait, that had delusions of grandeur, didn't and it? It? Was, it was very much the opposite. It was very grotty, carpeted throughout. Yes, before the smoke, before the smoking ban. So it took smells hung around, baby. So it took you a long time to sort of get from one side of the room to the other, just because of the tack to the floor, the stick to it. Yeah, yeah, renowned for its sticky carpets. And that 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 is true, right? What happens? Just thinking about the back to the party route, the the party routes is you have house party scene, you have a big house party scene, but then night out kicks in, right? Yes, and then suddenly house parties seem really lame. Oh. It's all about nights out. And then 
house party comes back around I because you don't want to go out anymore and you're back on the house party scene just before dinner party. You often, it often corresponds with you getting your own place. Yeah. I think there's that thing of, so there'd be, a, there'd be a period when you're living with your parents, they might occasionally let you have a house party, they might go away, you might have a house party against their, without them knowing, oh, but... The Clarky house party. The Clarky yeah. house party, yeah. yeah. But then... Sorry, um, Mum and Dad. Yeah, apologies to uh, Alan and Louise. Alan, it's fine, they'll never listen. <laughs> um, Imagine if they were right here now on mic and they were just like, no worries, son. <laughs> and they're all along. What, what a pe- twist! What people don't know is that Clarky's parents... Oh, they come every, to every recording. Yeah, yeah. When I say my flat, I mean I still. Live <laughs> <home>. <laughs> yeah. House meeting. What's the worst thing you've considered eating? House meeting. So then, after that, you start going out because yeah. you want to be away from the parents, and then you move into your own place. Uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's at uni, or maybe that's just your own place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, finally, you can go. Hey, everyone, back to mine. Everyone, back to mine. Have we got booze after party? That's the thing. Have we got booze back at our... We got, what have we got back at our house? And then you end up, it's four in the morning, and you're drinking red wine out of a mug. Yes. <laughs> and you think, why Good am I days. up? Yeah. You... Why am I awake? I can't wait till the age of dinner parties. I can't <laughs> wait till the age of first birthday parties yeah. when they're over by 4pm. And then, then it's triathlons. <laughs> yeah then it's then it's tough mudders oh god then it's tough mudders <laughs> fucking pelotons then what's, you, wait what's that what's a peloton peloton is when you're that, that bird with a big beak <laughs> <laughs> yeah you go hunting um no you um uh biking when you're when you, you join a bike club and yeah, oh. the peloton's the group of bikes, isn't it? In the oh, in a race, is that what it is? I yeah, I didn't know that. That's a great word, peloton. Yeah, so you form a peloton and out you go in your lycra. Should we do a peloton? I don't think I can. Could we do? Do you on reckon a tricycle? We, do you reckon we could do this on a on a on a trandom? <laughs> yes, on a trandom. We could get the. Uh, we the, tried to hire a trandom. Do you remember that? We tried to hire a trandom to go over the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, one time when we were in San Francisco. What a life we've led. What a, we've, we've had a wonderful life. We've, we've come so close to doing so many things that we didn't eventually do. <laughs> they, yeah, well, they wouldn't let us, would they? They, they wouldn't like, let us. They yeah. said that's sort of for display. And we were like, oh, it'd be so funny to, to go on a trandom all over the Golden Gate Bridge. And then it turns out we struggled on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Golden Gate Bridge is, is long and San Francisco is a hilly motherfucker, isn't it? You heard it here first. Yeah, San Francisco guys <laughs> got a lot of hills. Golden Gate Bridge, really, really long. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Send us another city, and we'll digest it for you in twenty seconds. <laughs> Paris, the people are rude. The roof's on fire. <laughs> oh, mate, seems seems about right. Give me another one. Uh, New York starts spreading the news. I peaked. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was better at this game than I am. Well, let's do it. Wolverhampton. We know about the Dorchester. We know about Mr. Sizzle. Get to the Dorch, mate. Dorch closed. Dorch oh, closed. did the Dorch close? Dorch fact, closed. We, we, yeah, we had a, a short run at the Dorch, really. It was only a, only a few months before it shut, I reckon. A year tops. Right? The and silence it, here. The, he's giving you... He's really giving you the old uh, shoe face here. <laughs> he's absolutely... There's... Parry is... Months at the Dorch. Turn, turned into the beach. Just condensed years of my life there. How long did you think it was? I think it was two years. Two years. I think it was one year. There you go. So, but then I think you started going before I did, so maybe that's why. So maybe, I tell you what. If you were in the Dorchester (laughs) with us, then email in I sort out this cracking chat. I think the way we can resolve it, I I don't want to stray into Beef Brothers territory here, but it feels like we have to. (laughs) 
Clarky, what it sounds like, mate. Go on. Clarky, what it sounds like is that you're both right. But because by your very point, Tom started going first. So maybe he was going for, let's say, about 12 months. Then he says, Clarky, I've got to get you into the door, mate. <laughs> then and I, you then start I going. Got the invite. <laughs> and then they go, oh, this place has really gone downhill. We've got to close this place. Clarky's shown up. Is that Wait. what happens? Or maybe they just told me it shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's burnt to the ground, mate. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry it's not, not, not there anymore. You're there throwing a house party. No one shows up. <laughs> yeah. Not even a gathering. Another house party for one. That's Wolverhampton. Probably. Longer than, not, not a city, but uh, the largest of the 32 uh, London boroughs, but no one thinks it's London. That's pretty much Bromley that's in a nutshell. That's it, in a nutshell. Yeah, nice. The largest of the boroughs, but if you say, oh, which part of London are you from? Bromley. Well, that's not really. Come on, you. I said, like, yeah, this is South East London. Then what's your postcode? BR1. There we go. Yeah, fair enough, mate. <laughs> fair enough. Kent won't have us. London won't have us. We are the Midlands of London. <laughs> I like that. That's why I get We're on, all Midlanders. That's why I get on with you guys, because, yes. because we are people who are out of, our, out of sorts no geographically. We're no, we, we, we live in a place that no one is willing to, to take ownership of, apart from the people who actually live in it. What does Bromley bring to the table? It's size. <laughs> um, H.G. Wells. Oh, hello. Hello. That now was we're sp- talking. Hello, G. Wells was science his full name. Fiction. <laughs> science fiction, yeah. The birth of science fiction, Bromley. The birth of science fiction. There was, for a long time, there was a big mural of H.G. Wells trotting along, like the punch cartoon of H.G. Wells with like the, uh, the tripods uh, behind him. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they got rid of it. They got rid of it. They didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like it. It was an eyesore. David Barry? Yeah, sort of. He was certainly kicking about. And also uh, the birth of jungle music as well. Jungle. Oh my God, so Bromley and Jungle is massive. Bromley and Jungle is massive. <laughs> and, when, and when David Bowie... That's where it came from. And when David... Yeah, they just nipped off the Bromley and at the top. When they, well, once Jungle really kicked off, they were like, well, we'll, we'll play down Bromley's actually. songs. Maybe that's what Jungle is Massive is all about. It's because it's all over Bromley. That's true. And Bromley's huge. Could, could, could it ever be Jungle is the largest of the 32 <laughs> London boroughs? <laughs> it's it's less beefy, but it's good. They went with that first. Can we they? record it? <laughs> Can we record a Jungle song? Clarky, what's, what, what are your, uh, your LTJ Bookham style st- skills? Oh, I mean, I, yeah. I think he was technically drum and bass, but... So, are, you, are you a jungler? Could you jungle? A part of jungle is the... There's that bit, isn't there? They have a lot of the high bits in oh, there. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. know jungle. Jungle. <laughs> jungle is massive. It's like that kind of... <laughs> jungle. And I'm back to my chimp again. But like, <laughs> but like there is that certainly like a wicked, wicked... Like in the, in the style, there's a lot of that. It was, which uh, I feel like is lacking in other quite, dance areas. Quite a lot of quite intense drum beats as well. Yeah. It wasn't just your, your classic boom. Boom, boom, was it? Yeah, and they didn't go for that. That is your absolute <laughs> classic. That's dance music. I said a hip, a hop, a hip, 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 Wow, I can't believe we finally got to use that David Bowie sample we've been waiting to, <laughs> oh, yeah. to drop in. We interviewed him after a five-a-side football game, didn't we? <laughs> <That's> right, yeah. <laughs> Saying, what have you been up to, David? Uh, goals in Bromley. I've been kicking about me. <laughs> um, so how long did you have Bowie for? Not long enough? Well, uh, he, I, I, think he went to, I think he went to Bromley Technical College. 
Uh, now, for years, I thought I thought moving through Market Square was referring to Bromley Market Square in the song Five Years, but I don't think it is. I think, oh. I think it's like Bedford or... Did you used to move through Market Square listening to that thinking? Of course I did. Me and UDB. Yeah, of course I did. (laughs) Oh, that's great. There's now a really bad painting of him um, by the Loos in the Glades. I look forward Uh, to them painting over that. Yeah, as soon as they realise. Every little bit of history, just... Who's this guy? Um, uh, Hanif Qureshi wrote The Buddha of Suburbia, kind of about Bromley, Beckenham, that kind of area. Yeah. Um, What else? What are other... Charles Darwin lived there for a bit. Here we go. Darwin's oh, bringing all the main all players. Stuff. I don't know any of this for Wolverhampton. Slade, Catlin Moran. Oh, yes. Uh, first ever you slayed Catlin Moran in Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a lovely writer. Why would you do such a thing? Sure, she said some, some slightly dodgy stuff about the LGBT community, but that's not no reason to murder her. Who, who apart from Slade, because obviously the Slade rooms, uh, in, that's where we've, we've played. Don't Parliament. say apart from Slade. List all four members of Slade because we're going to need. Can we do this now? Noddy Holders from Wolverhampton. Noddy Holder. Dave Hill, Dave Hill, from, Hill Wolverhampton. from Wolverhampton. And the drummer of Slade. <laughs> yeah, there from we go. Slade's drummer, the yeah. bass player. Beats the bass by Slade. player from Slade is from Wolverhampton. Oh. All of those people are from Wolverhampton. Who else at the top? There must be other. Um, Jasper Carrot is he? Is he Brum? Birmingham. He's Birmingham, Birmingham unfortunately. Yeah. Lenny, Lenny Henry Lake District. He's Dudley. No, 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 Black Country. Uh, it's not Lake District. Dudley. The Lake District. <laughs> Lenny in the Lakes. I can't wait to see it. I'd commission that. I tell you what, listen, if BBC Four is listening, and I know they are. They always are. They always are. Of they are. Um, could you please commission Lenny in the Lakes? <laughs> it's about time Lenny Henry was where he belongs, the Lake District. Boating around, looking at some foliage, and Are doing you... his impression of David Bellamy. <laughs> it must be a funny old gig, those shows. Because obviously, when you're on the crew... You're the sound guy on Lenny on the Lakes. Yeah. And on the first Which, day... fingers crossed, one day we all will be. <laughs> but that's your life, isn't it? It's like, you think about, like, I don't know, what's the name of, you know, like, um, Portillo on trains, whatever it is. Like, on the first day, yeah. you go up to the, the the catering table and, like, you, you're vying for the same croissant. I think the catering table is probably on Portillo on trains, the buffet car. Yeah. If they've got a table, yeah. someone's not doing yeah. their job because they've stood by a table yeah. and the with, trains left. Yeah. Uh, and with Lenny on the lakes, it's like... You just off, have to lean out the window, the, grab the a croissant deck or whatever. Sure. It's, so, I mean, I think more, more likely Lenny on the lakes, they might have a unit base where they've got a little bit of catering. Yeah. <laughs> so they arrive at the unit base. And day one, you go into the I tell you what I like about this, you're really painting a picture. Yeah. You must like, and, and like, even Portillo on trains, it's like, it's it's before they've started filming, it's kind of like the planning meeting, get the crew in, let's get it all sorted. We've put on a spread. It's not a, a it's not a dinner party. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gathering. It's a TV record, It's not a clarky size buffet. It's not, it's not the Clarky Christmas buffet. Sure. Famously, three buffets. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just it's, the one, yeah, you know. Sometimes panic with a buffet. You're like, it's finger food. Is this going to last? How many fingers we got in this enough? place? Yeah. Yeah. So well, they, you know, they've, so they, anyway, they, they've cut their cloth according to the budget. Sure. There's a, there's a tray of pan au chocolat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as Portillo quips, train au chocolat. And everyone goes, oh God, this is going to be a long series. You know what I mean? Train au chocolat yeah, works, so- be- works better written down. So hats off to you for saying it out loud. <laughs> no, but that's, and, that, and that's the way Portillo works. Sure. And that, so you're in the room. Don't shoot the messenger. So you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, you're in the room and Portillo says, Oh, thanks for the pan of chocolat. Or should I say, try no chocolat. And you kind of think to yourself, oh, that doesn't really work. And then you both reach for the final croissant. And there's like a tug on the croissant. And yeah. he kind of eyeballs you and takes it. 
It's a big move. Oh, so he's a not, big player. He's a status player. So he's not gone like Lady and the Trump, where you just start eating either end. So you're telling no. me, you're telling me, he's <laughs> that's a, a different proposition. We'll get round to that in a minute. <laughs> okay, great. Which with Michael Portillo, very sexy. Where you fall in love with Michael Portillo, but you're also working on a show. That, yeah, that's different. Okay, so um, he's already eaten. He's already eaten a trainer shocker. Department. No, he's quipped about the trainer shocker. He's quipped about the trainer shocker, yeah. but gone for the croissants. Yeah. The King's Cross on St Pancras. Yeah, here we go. He's, he's, he's lining that up. <laughs> he's, already, yeah, yeah, okay. he, he's already lining that up. In fact, that's the whole scene. So that's the scene, right? You arrive, you're the new sound guy on Portillo on trains. The first thing you hear is him saying... All right, where do you want this boom, Mike, guys? Uh, all right, lad, put that down. <laughs> all right. Thanks lads. for the train au chocolat, everyone. You know, like pan au chocolat. And then you nip for the croissant. You get it croissant. And then he eyeballs you. There's like a tug on the croissant. Okay, yeah, yeah. He pulls the croissant away and says... King's croissant, St Pancreas, anyone? And then takes a big bite. So by anyone, he means me. And you know you're working on this show. <laughs> right. For six months. Yeah. You have to follow him all over Europe. And We're doing the Trans-Siberian He's this time, given you we? the immediate arsehole. Yeah. That's a... And you're, you're just there, aren't you? Listening to Portillo? Yeah. That's a Trying thing. to think of about a pun for muffins. <laughs> <laughs> constantly, trying to, constantly trying to top him. Yeah. If on Lenny of the Lakes, you have to follow Lenny into the toilet after he's done a real big one. In the, into the honey wagon? <laughs> what? They call, they call the toilet on a set a honey wagon. Do I, they? I this. Yeah. We, got, we clearly haven't spent a lot of time on set, Barry. Because <laughs> we discussed this at his dinner parties with uh, people who spend time I mean, on set. I'm, my last dinner party was, and this is going to embarrass you, it was Portillo and Lenny. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. oh no! We were doing a production of Mice and Men. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is bold casting. <laughs> Happy to do it, guys. Happy to do some bold casting. I was playing the... Uh, I was playing... What's the name? Is it Candy? The, uh, the mouse. The, I, could, I could play one of the little rabbits, actually. Yeah, bring it to life. And then Lenny breaks my neck. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Classic, classic dinner party. Because you know Lenny, he will go method. <laughs> You're um, the third rabbit this week. <laughs> Probably done two shows in a matter day. God, imagine that. You cast Lenny in Mice of Men and he insists on killing the rabbit. He insists on killing the rabbit. You've already sold all your tickets. Do you let him continue? I think you, you simply can't, can you? Because you're going you're gonna to have Peter outside every time. Not Peter, Peter Rabbit. Not, yeah. not, not Peter Mandelson. He was next to, he was, he was one behind Botillo for the part. Um, he, you're going to have Peter, the, the animal rights activist, going, well, every time they kill a rabbit on stage, <laughs> that can't be, that can't be it, can it? No. Well, they can't they, they, would, they wouldn't trouble, have to know. They wouldn't have to know. Oh. Lenny takes you to one side and says, By the "Listen, way. listen, don't go in there. Give it five minutes. <laughs> don't just kill. Give the honey wagon five. But also, I'm going to kill it on stage every night. Make it look real. People think it's some kind of genius kind of prop. Put it this way: Will you... they think it's a genius prop? Yeah, like look when you saw um, the old um, what was the Sam Mendes boy the, with the Sam with the Mendes goose? Boy? <laughs> there was a goose, wasn't there? There was a goose. A live yeah. goose oh, and then a on, dead goose? In the ferryman. Yeah. In the ferryman. Yeah, but they took the goose away. Oh, yeah. Then brought back a dead goose. No, so the one they brought no, back... no, no. They took the goose away, killed it, and brought it back. But you assumed it was a clever prop. That's the genius of Mendes. Why do you, why, why do you want to kill an animal on stage? Exactly. That's what we're saying to Lenny. He's got a good point. I mean, that's the question. He's got a good it? point. It's hard, right, Peter. It's hard to come name. back to that one. Why would you want to kill an animal on stage? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
I'll tell you what, you've painted me into a corner there, so I guess I now have to go and kill an animal. Um, ever killed an animal, Parry? That's a very strong question. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Clarky? Uh, no. Knowing no, we had, we had chickens for a short amount of time, and they did. One of them got killed by a fox. And, and you, they, they kind was, of said, that you're probably best off kind of getting rid of them, killing and eating the other one, because you, it, it's a bit traumatised. It won't be able to go to a farm anywhere. Oh, no. But we couldn't, we couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And was it okay? It was in the end, yeah. We found, we found someone who'd take it. Oh, my God. I don't know what I was expecting from the... <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting from the question, have you killed an Keep animal? Keep it light, mate. But you know what? A fly? <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. Never done it. Never done it, but the opportunity was there. That's what I'm saying. Could have done. Sad, what about mice? Have you, ever well, had to, have you ever had to kill a mouse? No, I've never killed a mouse. No. I've had mouse dealt with, and I feel, feel I feel bad about it. But um, hitman, yeah, <laughs> we got in a, a mouse hitman, shot the fuck out of my flat. The wolf and was uh, it Lenny? The, mi- the mouse fox. never came back. What I've realised now is now I've got a cat. The mice just sort of don't really bother you anymore because oh, they smell the cat, and uh, and that's it. But um, but no, I've never killed I've never killed an animal. But I tell you what, I would love to move the conversation somewhere else. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> and you know what? I hold my hands up. One hundred percent my fault. But sometimes when you're just riffing away, you're coming up with new stuff to talk about. You think here's an avenue we haven't explored before on Amen. our podcast. Remember, have it's you killed? Alleyway. We're all snuffling for truffles, aren't we? Anyway, speaking you of killed killed a pig. How's <laughs> meeting? How do they make bread with no wheat in? Housekeeping! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let's move the conversation on because I've got another question I wanted to ask you. Have you ever killed a person? Have you ever killed a child? <laughs> Funny you should ask, Crosby. Have you ever had have a gathering gone wrong where you need to dispose of a body? <laughs> it happens. It has happened before. It will happen again. Because, um, of course, famously, that you know, a lot of uh, a lot of dinner parties end in murder, which is yes. that's where the game Cluedo comes from. Do you think that would be like a good? Um reality tv show where it's like oh like you, a battle royale you present three minor celebrities with bodies human bodies that like people would have donated to so don't look so like you know like you donate, don't look what sorry. you know like you know you <laughs> donate, horrified at the idea of showing uh, uh, showing russell grant a corpse sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry mate sorry, sorry if i'm too sensitive sorry for my bloody slight snowflake no, that is that is that is an audience that look was the look of an audience turning on their tellies 
going, oh my God, am I going to watch I'm this? Locked in. My heart's so, going 10 to the dozen. I mean, and that is what I want when you look at the, on the front of the Radio Times. Instead of donating it's your body getting, to science. That's not hitting on the front of the Radio Listen, Times. Listen, instead of donating your body to science, you donate it to entertainment. Okay. Okay. So a bit, a bit we, like the body, uh, the body Worlds exhibition. Exactly the, that. The guy who plasticised all those bodies. And I bet you, you're going to get lots of people who are now, you know, there's people who are going to want their 15 minutes of fame after they're dead. Yeah. So like, part of the show is you profile who they were. Oh, hang on. No, I'm not sure about that. No. <laughs> anyway, no. anyway. I think if you're going to have, wait, okay. wait. So what's, what's the, what's the background to this story? We've got, we, so, okay. so we've got our three celebrities. We've got Rusty Lee. It's she a, shows up. Uh, we've, got, we've got Lenny Henry. We've got, we've got Michael Portillo. Oh, okay. Rick Stein. Rick Stein's <laughs> show. And Rusty Lee's been thrown. The and Rusty Lee and Russell Grant. So we've got actually quite a lot of celebs. Um, too many. Po- possibly, possibly too many. <clears throat> we could pair them up. Rusty, darling. Rusty. You're going <laughs> to so hate me for this, but you've been <laughs> taken off pencil. I'm so sorry, Rusty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I was on the front of the Radio Times. <laughs> That's a great Rusty Lee impression. <laughs> <laughs> I think I judged that just right. I'll tell you what, the... <laughs> better than the one you could have done. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Parry, I stand by that. I back you on that one. <laughs> um, I back you on your Rusty Lee impression there, mate. The, um, the thing I would say is these people have consented to have their bodies on screen. Sure. So that, it's like it's like a donor card. Exactly right. One of the things you can put. You are know, you facing the end? Do you want to be involved in an exciting Channel Four? You know, we're all contact our team. We're all facing the end. If you're a sort of fan of Naked Attraction, yeah, exactly. Sort of, sort of you know, and like, so uh, what, what's it going to be? Is it going to be an autopsy? It's no. It's going to be like Hunted. Hunted well, means quest- shallow grave. Oh, right? Michael Portillo. This is really everyone. Good, everyone walks into this their flat so and there is a dead body. They have to dispose oh. of the body. They don't know they're on it. It's a reality show. They don't know what they're on it. Well, that's quite, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, like that. It's it's crafted reality. Oh, so they're followed by a little sure. mini camera guy. You got to dispose of the <laughs> body. <laughs> is it me? I, I thought I was working on sound. Listen, you're short enough to work on the cameras. Until I talk about early doors. Basically, you can fit in a shallow grave. It's all, it's all we care. You lie on your back in a shallow grave, we throw some dirt on top of you. Yeah, so it's hunted me to shallow grave. Five minor celebrities are given a corpse to dispose of. Who gets caught? How do they go about it? Who gets caught and who it's gets It's true corpse? crime. You think about true... Yeah, don't get corpse. So it is a working title. Sure. So, um, so <laughs> it was going to be the title until I saw the look in your eye. So... Uh, <laughs> So, so then, you know, how, what are their methods? How do they do it? What's going on? It's good, fellas. It's shallow grave. It's hunted. You're watching. Don't get corpse. Don't get corpse. You know what? It's a fantastic idea. It, can we just ask, and I don't know the answer to this, what's the legality? Have you ever killed an animal? Have you ever killed? <laughs> Guys, can I ask? Seriously, I, I don't mean to pray. <laughs> can I ask, have you ever fucked an animal? <laughs> Oh well, funny. Now he's a bit. Is a bit of light relief. Yes, a mouse. Um, <laughs> now, can I? Can I just ask? I don't know what the legality is. Now, even if the person has given their consent for their body to be dealt with, however, you know, well, however the, the producers see fit. Yes. Um, what's the, the the legal situation with just Cartier corpse around? Weekend at Bernie. Style. Weekend at Bernie stars. What I'm thinking. Are we able, you know, like, so if, if, if you see Lenny Henry and he's strolling down the street and he's got a guy who looks a little bit loosey-goosey and is wearing a pair of shades. Yeah. Well, that's all, this is all part of the fun. If he chooses to do that, someone's going to call him in, he's going to get caught, off you go. It's hunted. 
It's Shallow Grave. Which weekend at Bernie's is it where he comes alive every time he hears Mambo music? <laughs> By that point, they'd probably jump the shark. I think they jumped the shark before they made the first movie. <laughs> it's one of the rare instances of a, of a franchise jumping the shark before it began. It's Weekend at Bernie's 2. Is it Weekend at Bernie's 2? Yeah. I love it. I mean, that's the little twist that they were looking for, isn't it? He's that's back. the pitch in the meeting. Bernie's back. Go. Great. Bernie's back, and this time he dances to Mambo music. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not bad. So, um, so we've got... Yourself. You've got to. You simply must. You've got to. Um, <laughs> Certainly, if we're going to pitch this show. So, <laughs> so, so you've got, um, you've got, uh, uh, and they're not, they're not famous people. The corpses. Well, I mean, that's another twist, but I don't think so. You can't have a sort of. I mean, that's the, that's the flip reversal. Is members of the public have to dispose of recently deceased, deceased f- f- minor celebrities. That would be season four, wouldn't it? Be the celebrity. Uh... Yeah, the, yeah, you do, you do yeah, the celebrity don't get corpse. celebrity don't get corpse. Celebrity don't get corpse. With, and, with and real the, people trying to get rid of the celebrities. Yes, yeah. and, and they're all the celebrities who were in the first series. <laughs> <laughs> who who just couldn't deal with life after <laughs> they'd done So part of the contract of don't get corpse is you sign away a waiver that says, I'm going to be a contestant, I'm going to dispose of this body, but when I pass away, I have to be one of the bodies in don't get corpse. Okay. It's the circle of life. That's how we explain it to them. Elton John's involved. <laughs> He's soundtracking it. I love it. So, <laughs> so the camera follows them around, and who is who's after them? The police, our police, our police. Oh. This sounds a little bit like well, vigilante. It's like, it's like hunted, isn't it? Right. So in hunted, there's this whole there's a team of the hunters, and they're all on it. Sure. The police are on the police. No, the hunters are all on it. <laughs> the hunters are having a good time. Sure. Sarah from the gathering. Kick on. Turn into a house party. <laughs> slept in days. Um, and, then, and then, therefore, you know, it all works out. <laughs> that's, that's how you end a pitch meeting, you guys. You get into the, the, the deep water and then go, and that's, that's how, how it all works out. out. The great thing about that, no idea how he ended the sentence, but no one could tell. When he got to the <laughs> end, I thought, yeah. So, so that's how it all works out. Um, I bet Lenny's te- Lenny will head to the lakes because he knows it so well. Of course, of course. I mean, no, no, no. no, no. Stones, in the, stones in the pocket. You think he's hiding in plain sight? First place everyone's going to look for Lenny is Lenny is, you've got it. When I think of Lenny, whenever Lenny I think of Lenny, which I often do, I think of uh, a Premier Inn in the Lake District. Yeah, <laughs> so he's having the absolute time. They're going to flip that, flip over that incredibly comfortable mattress. Yes. And they're going to find a corpse underneath it yeah. with Lenny huddling next to the corpse for warmth. Listen to dear, where's the weirdest place you've ever seen Lenny Henry? Let where's, us know. Yeah, where's the weirdest place you've seen a corpse? Let us know. What? Have you ever killed a man? Let us know. Classic police sting. It's been a long con, hasn't it? They pose. Podcasting since 2011, just to see if we can draw a few of these naughty faces out. We've built up a web of trust with our listeners. Exactly. Um, I don't think we have, actually, to be no, honest. No. It's the opposite. <laughs> knowing, our, knowing our listeners. A web of distrust. That is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> or, it, or oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Is, the, is a shoot... <laughs> Go on. What's the opposite of a web? A shoot? Like? Why is it a shoot? What do you mean a shoot? Well, a web... A shoot, C-H-U-T-E. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what it... Yeah, again, it's like a funnel... Like a kind of like a, a like a tube, like a tube. Is a shoot a funnel? No, no, I didn't mean funnel. I meant tube. Uh, like a um, like a flume. A flume. The flume of distrust. The flume of distrust. That's the opposite of the web of trust. I'm very lost. I tell you what, that could be the name of our of our celebrity hunters. 
the bloom of discharge. They've got their corpse. They've got a 45-minute head start. But and here comes the flume of distrust. <laughs> Down a flume. Yeah, that, that's the opening shot. Was that and Mambo music? The, that's the yeah. don't, play, don't play Mambo music or the corpses come alive. This is Netflix. This is Netflix. We go over Netflix. Channel 4. We go Ladies straight. and gentlemen, you're listening to Netflix. We go straight to Netflix. We go straight to Netflix. Because I think, you know what? The, the thing is nowadays, telly has become too tame, Right. And you need controversy. You need yeah. shock value. There's a reason Naked Attraction is as popular as it is. It's because it's a, sh- it's a shocking bit of telly. People getting their giblets out on the TV, you know, to be rated by other people. Yeah. And then, you know, that's... My friend, by the way, works on um, Naked Attraction as a, oh, yeah. as a... Well, I can't wait to what he works on, what position he works in. But uh, suffice to say, he's very small. Cameraman. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, he works on it. He says, the smelliest set you could ever hope to meet. Gosh. Really is. You, you don't want to be near their craft table. Oh my god! Really, really smelly. But anyway, the reason telly is is going down the spout at the moment. Oh yes, down the flume, down, down the, the sh- down the up, absolute up the chute, up the chute, up the chute, up the chute, down, down the flume, and around it's the funnel. <laughs> the reason it's going is because there's no controversy anymore. There's yeah. no big headline. There's nothing for the Daily Mail to get angry about, no. to get upset about. This is what we're giving them. We're giving them controversy. Yeah. This is punk rock. You, ex- I expect that when this comes on, someone's going to kick in their telly like when Bill Grundy interviewed the Sex Pistols. Here's the pitch meeting. This is what it's going to be like. Yes. I, you know what? I am absolutely all about it. I love it. Because people, people think we're just three nice lads. Oh. You know what? There's a dark side to us. Yes. There's a real flume of distrust to us. There's a real flume of distrust. We've all killed animals. We've all killed animals. Sure we have. <laughs> we'll kill one right now. <laughs> that was a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just killed. I just, I just saw his little face. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Jiminy, no! <laughs> but, but I, I genuinely think this is a. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. This is what's going to get us back where we belong. Netflix. Netflix. This is going to get us to shut down another channel. You know what? We've not been on Netflix for a while. No, it's a good point. <laughs> not been on Netflix for a while, and I feel like Netflix. If you're listening, which I know they are, they are. They always are. Imagine if it turned out Alan and Louise, Clarky's parents, ran Netflix. Oh my God, here we go. They're only in the other room. Really the other room. We can ask them. Let's get them in. Um, no, I think, I think this is it. Yeah. I like it. House meeting. The socks only useful for putting your feet in. House meeting. Whoa, well, there we go. Wowee. That episode got, went into some places that I don't think any of us can be proud of. No. It was, it was dark, but it was fertile. It was absolutely. <laughs> yes. You know what? Like the soil of a shallow grave. Oh, very much so. Strong stuff. Very strong stuff. <laughs> we, need, we need a cup of tea after that. We listen absolutely need a cup of tea after that. Yes, but also, uh, we need you to leave some reviews for us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That was absolutely seamless. Tell us, tell us what else you think is dark and fertile. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> a lot of looks. A lot of well, looks we... in the studio here, listening here. Um, tell us what else you think is dark and fertile. Leave us five stars. That will do it. We've had some lovely reviews come down the tube. Um, let's have a look. <laughs> Anyone want to read one of those out now? Yes. I've got one from Matthew Wood that said, Six mangas out of seven deadly chairs. Thank you very much to Matthew Wood. Thanks, uh, mate. This one is from Pummel Horse. Uh, it gives us five stars and says, Tattoos you must all get. I promise I will never do ASMR on mic ever again. Sorry about that. Yeah. But we make no promises. Absolutely disgusting. I cannot promise. 
Um, here's a story that, that has a real lovely twist at the end that oh, really I, made me laugh. I love this um, bit of M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, Bl- Blambin. Blambin sent uh, what this up, in. Blambin? Crutch drop, he said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, not, I like it I already. I mean, Crutch Drop is Is my, Crutch Drop your jungle name? It's my dance move. <laughs> yeah. Jungle name. I'm trapping with that crutch. Um, Can you see with your crutch? Yeah, well, there you go. Crutch um, Drop. I've been a fan of this podcast for a long while. I was in the audience at the Phoenix. And please do come along to some of our live records. Oh, Absolutely. Please, You're always you welcome. Look at our Twitter to find out where we're playing live. For one recording with my then new girlfriend who is from Spain, who had broken her foot and was using crutches. We slowly made it down the stairs one step at a time. Then found a seat on the aisle so the crutches wouldn't get in anyone's way. As I was explaining to her what we were about to see, one crutch fell from the back of the seat to the floor. Before either of us could reach to retrieve this crutch, a kindly gentleman came from nowhere to sweep it up and hand it back. Do you know who that was, I said. No, she replied. (laughs) That was Tom Parry. We saw the show. Needless to say, she didn't follow a single word and hasn't listened to the podcast before <laughs> or since. But it's a five stars from me. It's a five stars. I mean, Thanks, mate. Can't win them all. Thanks very much, Crutch Dropper. <laughs> is that his name? I mean, it is now. So. so, yes, leave us a review. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast at the moment, please get on Patreon and show your support. We've had some beautiful Patreon support recently. Uh, it means we can keep on sticking out weekly content, which we're really enjoying doing. And stay tuned for the Patreon neighborhood roll call at the end of the show. This episode was produced by Emma Caution. Caution team! Cheers, everyone. Bye! Bye. Listener, dear. Remain seated and please stand. <laughs> and salute for the Patreon neighborhood watch Rob. <laughs> Tie my laces, Miss Cressida Claces. History's favorite Adolf, Hugh Randolph. <laughs> I think we've got to apologize to Hugh there. Hugh. Oh, mate. A, I'm sure you're a good man. Hugh knew. And if we went back in time, we would have your baby, we, not kill you as a baby. We'd nourish you. We'd nourish, we'd, we'd nestle you to the bosom. <laughs> there's nobody nicer. Adolf, no, uh, there's nobody nicer. <laughs> Dylan Spicer. Um, he's up to no good. It's Stephen Greenwood. Let's have a good, clean fight. Play fair. When you beat up Gordy McNair. <laughs> Don't beat him. Try and be nice to our uh, patrons. <laughs> what are you saying, fam? It's James Abraham. Yes, I'd love a pint of cider. It's Paul Bulmer. Yes. <laughs> yes, you live and you learn. Unless you're that fuckwit, Tom Fern. No, Tom, you've got to be nice. Tom, please, Tom, you are one of our... Let's have a look at what... How much is he he donated? Yeah, we've got to be nice to him. He's donated a lot of money. Listen, you've got to be nice to to Tom Fern. Tom Fern, come on. How much do you earn? (laughs) Come on. on. Up that Patreon donation, you (laughs) fuckwit. Renowned pervert, it's Sarah Beth Gilbert. (laughs) (laughs) The rumours are true. Um, he's not one gold, he's not one bronze, he's one silver, it's Jordan Elver. That classic arsehole, Matthew Cole. <laughs> oh dear. Um, he, yes.
He's very winsome. It's Bruce Simpson. Um, is that London calling? Well, it should be, <laughs> because on the phone is Peter Baldwin. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Oh, good. If there's any consolation, we all got nosebleeds during that one. <laughs> we really like the way your bum sits, Will Tom sits. Oh, nice. Whenever his dog fouls the pavement, he's right there with a plastic bag and, in his other hand, a pooper scooper. It is, of course... Mr. Tom Hooper. <laughs> well, we all reveres Ruth Viviers. It's true, we do. <laughs> I think it's Viviers. Ruth Viviers. <laughs> that concludes the Neighbourhood Watch Patreon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market